Berisha to Yamati. Durante with a free header. And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face. Bessart, Berisha. It's Connor Payne on the left. Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string. And... Oh, Diamante! And the Western service crew are celebrating. It's Tongyek. Welcome back to All Out West. I'm your host, Wallace, and this week you are joined by Kelsey Scott. That's it. And I'm still your host, actually. Still, I'm still Wallace. I introduced myself twice. Somebody likes themselves a little too much. a bit much. of megalomania in here. We've been off for two weeks. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, public holiday, and uh, like the public servant on the panel, we do not work on Mondays. <laughs> that Easter Monday, we do not do shit. <laughs> um, how's the week been, gents? It's been pretty full on, I guess. Just starting to get ready for the Tassie tour. Yeah. Racing around doing shirts and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. been quite busy so far. Yeah, it's just been a busy time. That Easter rush, family. Yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy one. A couple of da- uh, public holidays off, just make the work week short. A lot of good football, though. Like, Yes. It's yep. uh, nothing better than seeing City get smashed, which leads me on to my next point. A lot has happened since our last podcast, but I think the main talking point is we finally beat City. And destroying their club record of seven wins in a row because they managed to get six, which was the club record, but they're trying to get above it. All I could say is, um, guys, I, t- I told you so. 2-1, we would win. <laughs> uh, no, see, I think the, the crucial factor was we've actually started a new streak. Every time Brandon turns up to a game, something ends. Last time it was the fact I'd never seen a win. We finally won. This time, he broke the Melbourne City streak. He, he, he went to the big game, didn't he? Was the 5-4 The 5-4, yeah. So that was like another... That's that's what sort of won him over, I guess. Yeah, and then yeah, he came to this one and he saw us uh, beat City. He is the streak killer whilst yeah. building his own streak. He's their lucky charm. The club should pay him. He should be coming to Tassie too. <laughs> yep. We've got to send him across because we need those wins. Uh, anything else from the last week? Sports, what, like... A-League-wise, anyone want to talk about? No, I haven't seen much this week. I've been pretty flat out. I would like to give a shout-out to the Melbourne Victory women's team for a really Hope good game. I you were going to go there. I thought you... You're, you give me the eye. You want to talk about it. And I, you sent me a text message last night about this. The goal was crazy. I know. It's, any goal from a corner, direct from a corner is crazy. What, they, she scored from the corner? From the corner. Ooh, beautiful. And Cole's yeah, in. I love those ones. And their keeper, who actually won man of the match, had stopped like... A plethora of shots. I had something like 30 shots. It was in overtime too, wasn't it? Yeah, it, was on, it was the 120th minute, literally. Oh. Before yeah. they go to pens. It was mental. And was their it... keeper had stopped everything. Jeez. And except that she got her palm to it and just knocked it into the roof of the net. It's probably the one, one of the easier ones to stop with, it, you know, unless it was course it was a header. But... No, nah, it was quite crowded in the spot. No, no, yeah. It was a perfect curl. It was yeah, really she... good. Even better was, uh, Fo- was Fox Sports coverage of it. Oh wow, Scott! You do you know how you love KO and Fox Sports? Yeah, I love them. So what happened was, um, you know how when you have Fox, how it will say at the bottom of the screen, if you want to continue watching this, go to five eleven or whatever it is. Oh yes, that that you can't do that on KO. So you know what happens? The ads, the five minutes of ads before the A League game happen halfway through the captain speech for Melbourne Victory. Not even halfway through. She got like a line in. Jeez. You know those it's, things, it's like, hey, we could have waited a couple of minutes. Let's give this the respect that it deserves. The women's game is Maybe see him lift so... a trophy. Yeah, exactly. Like, if a... I re- remember, they uh, delayed the Western United game because of a power outage at another A-League game. Like, 
surely they could have delayed it, you know, for the for the for the ending of this game. It you, wouldn't have been too hard. Like you would think so, wouldn't you? I'm gonna say something else here. Butterfly effect that could have caused us to win the game. Oh oh oh, Ashton Kutcher. Did we lose that one? Did we? Not last night. Yeah. No no. no oh no. I'm you say if I've been delayed yeah. by an extra five minutes, we might have won. So, yeah, that is true. Yeah. So once again, Fox Sports' fault. Yeah, that, that money they got for covering women's sport are... Uh, that 10 mil, was it 10 mil? When did they disappear? Not soon enough. Yeah, I thought they were going soon. I look forward to not giving them my money anymore. Yeah, me too. Even though I've got a really good deal of $5 a month, which I'm pretty happy with. That's okay, I'm cutting them next month. Yeah. When I move house. <laughs> Time to be done. Yeah. Not paying that bloody connection fee. On to news There isn't a lot of news at the moment But I'd like to give a shout out It is uh, Stephen Lesticker's 30th birthday today Monday the 12th of the 4th He's 30 years old So like Congrats congrats, big fella Uh, There's also a deal at like the local cheesecake shops To get a little little dealsy 10% off I think I do like the cheesecake shop Sorry? Think 10% off is it? Yeah it's not bad It's not bad It's only Tarnate and Hoppers but so don't Depending where you listen to, it's not your local one. Just hey. donate them hoppers. Yeah, so don't go to the main street and ask for one. They're gonna be like, "What the hell are you?" Yeah, I have about? a feeling they're not in it. It's just hoppers and donate. Do you think there's like some kind of like gang war that maybe they're like a city aligned cheesecake shop? Question is, which donate one is it? New donate. I think it's new donate. Yeah, there's a cut because there's two of them. <laughs> Getting a bit <laughs> off topic. <laughs> this is uh, that's cut out. Uh, shout out to the city. It's a club been... promotion. Damn it! It's on topic. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Us debating how many there are. Good work, guys. Probably going to leave it in. Um, Kelsey, would you like to cover our new signing? Okay. So With all that good research you did, buddy. Look, I didn't do any research. <laughs> I'm willing to admit this one. Most of them I do research, though. Uh, so, on Saturday at 6pm, West United announced the signing of victory player Dalibor Markovic. He's 19. He's a left-back. Christ, do we need a left-back at the moment. Um, he's... Played 32 games for the Melbourne City MPL. He's played four games for Melbourne Victory. Um, and I believe he was pivotal in one of the goals earlier in the season. Yeah, against us. I, I can't remember who I, th- oh, I can't remember who it was. But from what I've seen online, a lot of people are butthurt at Victory that he left. Was he, one, was he that one that we thought was playing well in that game? I believe so. He also got an assist too, didn't he? Yeah, that's what we're that's talking that's about. That's what is the assist. Yeah. I'm pretty keen. Uh, young player, he's 19, we need left backs. I wonder if this will change the structure to more of a fullback. He only starts with the team, I think, Wednesday or today or Wednesday, I think it said, on the press release. So he's going to be, probably it'll take a while to get into the swing of things. Probably yeah, a couple of weeks. Probably after Tassie. Might start a few NPL games. Yeah. He has a bit of a history with DP as well, so he he, he knows every like a lot of the people from that. So he's well, probably the MPL, so yeah, so he knows Wales too, most exa- likely. I think that was in the press release. I only did a pretty quick summary for it, but I think it's going to be a really another good signing because our youth um, recruiting has been really good. Yeah, and like I said, we need a left back, hundred percent. So segueing into injuries, our right back, <laughs> Josh Urizen, is due back in one to two weeks. Scotty, you got any goss on that? Little, I, little... I, I did speak to him not too long ago. I, I spoke to Chris first and Chris said, look, he's he's travelling to Tasmania. Un, very unsure if they'll, he'll play. If anything, he'll play prob- probably the second game in Tasmania. That was coming from Chris. And then I did speak to Risden himself 
he wants to play the first game. So he's very <laughs> de- determined to play that first game in Tasmania. So hopefully he, he gets up and about. He did a, a separate training session with the boys last week. So, you know, they must be just warming him into the team, not putting too much pressure on. But, yeah, hopefully he makes that first game. If not, second game at most. Was anyone else training by themselves when you were... Because you, you went to the Platinum Day. Yeah, I went to the Platinum Membership Day somehow. It was a bit bougie of you, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, and I met all the players. Uh, another person that did train on their own was Diamante. He's still re- recovering from... He, he still has very sore ribs, which is why he has been starting from the bench of the last two games and obviously why he missed again this week. He's, he's obviously not going well. He, he trained probably the least amount even compared to Risden that, that day. So he's obviously in a bit of pains. Being honest, he probably doesn't need to train that much. I mean, his idea of training is I turn up. Side note, do you know he actually, because um, he didn't travel to... Wollongong? Wollongong for the Phoenix game. Lucky man. Yeah, he actually um, gave a shout out to the women's game uh, for the W League grand final on his, on his uh, Instagram or whatever. So that was really good. Uh, still doesn't have a TV stand. Likes it on the floor. Is it a big TV? It's pretty big. That's probably why. Yeah, but he just, <laughs> no TV stuff. Anything else from the Platinum Day you'd like to talk about, Scott? Um, no, was, yeah, we went down, pretty much sat and got a f- bunch of free food, free, what was it? Um, yeah, a bit of free food, free drinks. Do you get a seat cushion? I, I did get a seat cushion, <laughs> yes, and, and uh, might I add, it's very goddamn comfy. <laughs> but, I'm uh, surprised yeah. you didn't float it today. Um, we. Actually, probably could have used it today. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we, we went down and watched the boys train. It was quite interesting watching them train. And then um, afterwards, they all come down and did a bit of a meet and greet and signed all, signed, did a bunch of signatures. The only one I didn't see was Payne, I think. Yeah. I have one question. Does Rodan swear during training? <laughs> uh, he, he st- you guys will find this quite interesting, but he still sits on his esky. <laughs> and monitors the, most of the other uh, the assistant coaches do a lot of the yelling while uh, Rudan sits back there on his esky uh, just overlooking with his legs crossed just 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 overlooking seeing what's happening and yeah I have a theory for that he's waiting for game day yeah. he's got to rest his pipes <laughs> <laughs> as we all heard clearly last night <laughs> yeah oh, I do like that about like he, he loves what like, he's passionate about it and I, I do applaud that but um, yeah, nothing, nothing really changed with Rudin. Likes his esky, likes to overlook, and the assistant coaches do a lot of the yelling. I think um, what's his name, John? He gets, yeah. he gets the loudest. Um, he gets he gets very vocal. Uh, did you want to bring up Kelsey's broken streak now of actually owning something that you got him a gift? Oh, or did you want to tell? I'll let you tell it, sir. Finally, have a Western United ball. <laughs> My dreams have come true that he didn't pay for. Pref- <laughs> I have to preface it with that. <laughs> I'm Scottish. I don't like paying. <laughs> Yesterday there was also a couple of balls. You know, they gave away a bunch of balls, uh, some of the new soccer balls. So uh, I realised that I had a bit, bit too many. So I thought I'd better give Kelsey one. And I appreciate it. <laughs> he was almost in tears. Like I've never seen him this happy. I was. The, I was. And Scott and I were at his wedding party. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new number one day. <laughs> so the next thing is actually our sponsor. I'd like to give a shout out to Glowpair. Glowpair makes self-watering planters for all ages and skill levels. You can plant pretty much anything in there. They're versatile. They're BPA free. So they're actually food grade. So you could have them in a commercial kitchen if you wanted to. And some people do. 
Um, I'm currently got some tomatoes going, which update is three bangers on there. I'm going to probably make into a pasta sauce. It's getting a little bit cold. Um, I've got some basil there, so it's going to be real easy to do, but I really recommend checking it out. Go to www.glowpair.com.au for Australian listeners. For international listeners, Scotty, what's the website? www.com. www.com. Nothing in between there? (laughs) Just worldwideinternet.com? Yeah, see what comes up. www.glowpair.com. So yeah, check it out. We're big fans of the product and we've got a promotion coming soon with them. And I'll be hitting them up very soon in my new house. Yeah, we're talking about doing a vertical garden in your house there, yes. aren't you? Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be so good for like micro herbs and generic herbs and just yes. like, yeah. Eventually some asparagus. Oh, yeah. Well, they're a perennial. They're, they're yes. actually really good because they'll just keep coming back. That's right. That's why I want it. <laughs> I only have to pay once. All right, let's go to Around the Grounds. So the game between Sydney FC and Perth was called off uh, a few minutes before... Uh, final time for player welfare due to the thunderstorms. Uh, the players stayed on the ground and did interviews. What are your thoughts when Perth probably had a chance to potentially level it up? I can understand why their coach come out and was quite impassioned by it. And the fact they did continue to give interviews in an area that was deemed unsafe. It's a good thing we don't have a good player union. It's the definition <laughs> of ironic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. Um, but the lightning did blow out the lights. So, yeah. Look, all I'm saying though is if it had have been a Sydney who were down, there is no way the game would have been stopped. No. If anything, probably time ex- on. I was going to say, <laughs> some extra time might have been found. Lightning storms, firestorms, the plague, you know. I'm still surprised Uzcock hasn't had a retrospective red card brought up for like that, that take, like takedown of Ninkovic. Ninkovic. Mr. Soft Ankles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the. So, regarding the W League, the APL intends to expand the competition to 13 or 13 clubs, possibly for the 21-22 season. Um, the four A-League sides without a professional women's team will provide the backbone for the league's uh, coming rounds of expansion. What do we think about this? Yes. Cannot wait. We already got a relationship with uh, Calder United, so we're already prepped to get into that. But it's just going to be amazing for women's football, especially coming to Women's World Cup. I'm so G'd up for that. I've got a daughter. I'm really excited to take her to some women's, women's World Cups game, like Women's yeah. World Cup games. Uh, yeah, so keen. What about you, Scotty? Yeah, when does the uh, women's team do? The, do we actually start that next season? Uh, it's undefined, but they're going to be including the expansion. I'll see what yeah. I can, so I'll see so what I can scoop out because I, I think we'll be heading down to. There's a women's game down at Tassie as well. Calder United. Calder United are heading down to Tassie as well. And I think they're, I can't remember. I'm trying to find out when they're playing, but we'll be down there. We'll we'll suss out. We'll see if they're um, playing next season under Western United. They're already rocking the jerseys, I think, a bit. Yeah, they're rocking the jerseys. I think they've still got the name at the moment. Yeah. Probably because then Calder United are in the league, but they'll convert it over to Western United. And they'll be playing uh, a, like a, like a state team, the the Tassie state team. They they've brought together like all the top players in the Tassie. State. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, so that's they announced it earlier today. So I haven't got the squad list on that, but we will no doubt be across that. Scott, you'll be doing some roving reporting, aren't you? Ah, uh, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not doing no reporting. I, I like- am going to be probably very intoxicated. You've got to remember, <laughs> the family's staying behind. <laughs> I'm going nuts. <laughs> It's going to be a long day that day. <laughs> I feel like you're going to come back missing a finger or a toe or something. And you'd be like, it was worth it. If I have a tattoo on my face, 
obviously had a good time. He's getting locked up. <laughs> no doubt about it. Never allowed back to the mainland. <laughs> Can the prison hold the whole service crew? <laughs> Look, it is Tasmania. I, I think it, uh, they may just put you in a barn. I'm not sure, but I believe that is their prison. It's an honesty system. Look, if, if one of us don't end up in a barn at some stage. So, following, so this is going to come with an asterisk this next point. Following the announcement that quarantine-free trans-Tasman travel will be allowed from the 19th of April, but now Wellington, now New Zealand has a case, so to be confirmed, uh, Wellington will remain uh, in uh, New South Wales for the rest of the season, but hope that their final two unscheduled home games will can be held in New Zealand. I sort of hope that happens. You know? Same. I would like it to happen because it would be nice for them to play on a fair level playing field, but with the new case in New Zealand... Won't be surprised if it doesn't happen to protect the integrity of the competition. It'd be a really bad flex by the Australian government to put this on hold. I would love Wellington to have that because, that, like, imagine the crowds they do. They haven't been able to see their team play all year. Granted, they have had a poor performing season. Um, well, yeah, but, they haven't been home the whole season. Yeah, and I'd be a bit irritable too if I had that two-piece jazz band follow me around. Actually, I would not. I'd have a lovely time. They, I'd say they'd have to be enjoying that. That'd probably be the one aspect of Wollongong they'd be enjoying because they wouldn't be enjoying the town of Wollongong. I don't that's know. for sure. I don't know. Do you like Nangs? Can't really say that I do. Nor do I. Scotty, quick question. Cowbells or two-piece jazz band? Two-piece jazz band. Any day. Did you ever any think you'd say way. those words? Hey? Did you ever think you'd say those words? Uh, after seeing them on uh, the, what was it, the other day, yeah. I, I think they bring some good enthusiasm and some good support that, you know, it's they need. It's better than what they got going for them, so. Yeah, we'll get into that more. I just want, I really dislike the cowbells. We all do. They shouldn't be a club. No, I don't mind them being a club. Yeah, the cowbells good. for me, are like, they're very irritating. On Thursday, April 1st, we took on Melbourne City at Amy Park in front of 6,104 people. And the return of active support. What was it like, Scotty? We beat him. I have a very good time. Thanks for spoiling what I was about to get to, but how was it? How was, the, how was it like to go back with less restrictions? Oh, it was so much better. Like, it was, uh, I had my family there, so I was a bit restricted myself. <laughs> so the restrictions weren't fully off? No, not for me, no. But uh, all, the, all the boys, they loved it. There was a big, big bit of uh, banners and TIFO, so... Uh, the TFO was quite entertaining that day. What was it? More heart than you ever had. Uh, what I was think, the logo? Which I was very impressed by that. I think it was Melbourne City's, you know, the old heart logo upside down with the changed yeah. colours. So and to the blue logo. That was really good. Did the ticketing issue at the start of the game affect being able to set that up correctly? Yes, there was half the active were held outside. Half yeah. the active were sitting, standing in line still trying to get in because they couldn't get in. Mm. Well, if you so, recall correctly, Brandon and I both had trouble getting in at the start. Yeah. It was just only we managed to somehow fluke enough in like connection to be able to get on to do it. I think, yeah, because I know I also sent you screenshots of the tickets, yeah, that, which that, helped because a, a lot of people don't screenshot the tickets. And if you didn't screenshot your ticket, you, you were stuffed. The web page wouldn't load or whatever it was. Yeah. So um, th- th- that was a big issue. Um, Can we just start the, referring to Brandon as Lucky Charm? Yeah, well, oh, our Lucky Charm. Oh, Lucky Charm. Um, the other thing too was, um, which you know, I want to throw a bit of support out to Jamal, was there was a city supporter, city su- family sitting in the West United active group, politely asked them to move. There was a bit of a kick up and a stink about it. Who And I believe a complaint was made against him for it. 
Um, yes, this guy did go to the club on this incident. Everything he said was bullshit. There's no, there's no other way around it. Just sitting there minding his own piece and then copped abuse from Jamal, which is very untrue. So just to like to summarize it, in all of our experiences with Jamal, Jamal has been fair with us when we like anyone in the active support has been out of hand. And he's the first one to tell us to pull up when we need to pull up. Look, I was there obviously as well. That city person was the row behind me, probably eight seats away from mm. where I was. I'm just going to say I could hear one person yelling and it was not Jamal. Yeah. Between them, yeah. I can only hear one person swearing. It was not Jamal. Yeah, I, in my experience with him, he's always acted fairly to our fans and to other fans, and that person was sitting in the wrong section to enjoy the game. Yeah. And the other thing I enjoyed, in contrast from this city game to the previous one, was the la- was not so heavy police presence because that first game turned me off wanting we, to go with that. I've, um, so let's move on to the how he formed up on the day now. It was a bit interesting. Sanchez, Sanchez missed the game due to a minor hamstring issue. Do you think he was missed? And thoughts on the lineup, Scotty? Do you need a refresher? Um, I haven't seen the lineup, but uh, yeah, Sanchez is always missed. He's been yeah. one of our best players all season. And but, this um, was the first of the Diamante on the bench games. Big and game. I think the first till he came on. I think he came on about the was about the hour mark. It's later on. It's like but like until he came on, I think we struggled. Early on in the game without... Creating chances was our problem. Mm. But the moment he did come on was the moment we stepped up and the moment we... It changed everything. We changed everything, yeah. But we'll I think that, but I just wanted to say that was a big note of like him and Sanchez missing from the lineup. Mm. Do you know what I do like, though, when Diamante's gone? And it's not that the fact he's gone. I actually miss... I think he's needed in the squad. But Ika has a little bit more room to use his finesse then. Mm. So I feel like he's a bit more compact when... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he, he's, yeah, he's he does his job a bit more, like sacrifices his role a bit so Diamante can be free to do Diamante things. Yeah. Tell you what I don't like. Yeah. Is that Bess seems to struggle a bit without. I was going to get into this, and we spoke about this in our group chat. If Bess isn't getting service, he's not chasing the ball. He's not doing much, and I think we've shift roles at the moment, Scotty. I think you're more pro Bess than I am, and I'm. No, no, no. With that, it depends. If Diaz there, yes, best. If Diaz not there, no best. Ironically, though, pretty decent in the uh, game v. Melbourne yeah, he's City. actually really good in City. I, like, but it was once Diamante came in. But once, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll get into some more um, lineup notes. I just want to mention one more thing. Uh, Curto uh, was out with Scott in, and Durante came back into as our centre back. Now, Durante wasn't too bad in this game, but I do feel that there will be a consistent conversation happening over the next three games that I will get into my points very soon. And Scott, Scott, if you've read the, the, the run sheet, you'll know what I'm going to talk about. What run sheet? <laughs> uh, so noon open proceedings with a right-footed goal 12 minutes deep, assisted by McLaren. It was, it was great. No hate there. No, Brandon and I saw that coming from a mile away. Brandon's got him. He's like, they did the exact open. same play like a minute before. He's like, they've opened his up. They're going to, and there's the goal. Damn Brando. He's getting into it. Oh, lucky child. Well, yeah. Well, actually, his comment on the first half was he thought it was actually not the greatest game. It was one of his fears that it wasn't that exciting of a first mm. half. And I'd have to agree with him. It was not an action packed first half. Now, our first attempt at goal was Duzel in the 24th minute, and it was easily saved. Um, it was quickly followed up by Wales a couple of minutes later. Are you guys really enjoying Duzel and getting consistent game time? Giselle is 
the next Diamante, really. Like He's a leading at, light, actually. Oh, I don't want to skip games, but he's starting to do some Diamante things. Yeah. You're right. Do you know what I'm really keen to say? I'm sorry to cut you off, Scott. I'm really keen to see him and Pasquale in the mid- midfield together. Can, can we fit them all in? Pasquale, him, Diamante, Ica. No, I, I, this is an, I'm, I'm operating in a post-dimmer mm. world up here. This is... But no, no, Giselle looks absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm also just going over the last three weeks as mm. well in total. But his crossing ability, like he, he's got those pinpoint passes that Diamante does. Like not mm. quite Diamante level, but not far b- behind. He's mm. actually getting really good at crossing crossing the ball from one side of the ground to the other. He's hitting targets. Yeah. He's he's just so fantastic and like I hope he's I we managed to keep him long time. I don't I think we've got a couple of years on his contract. I I don't think he'll be around for that long. I think someone will poach him soon because mm. he's just getting better and better each game he plays. I don't know if Diamante's doing specific one-on-one coaching with him or not. But the but thing is you can see there's an influence there though with some of the past and the vision is mm. clearly either watching and learning or Diamante is showing him how to go either way, it's beneficial. But that's the thing when you have someone of that caliber in your club, everyone has to rise to that to that level. And again, it brings up that argument like that's the kind of quality player we need as like the marquee players in Australia till we get up to that level. We don't need to be looking for the bigger names where it's still too many levels above mm. to be learning from. You need like a Diamante where you can learn and... But, but someone who's also willing to teach. As well. Who Who's... Who loves the game? The passion for it isn't a mo- isn't a money grab. Isn't no. here for six games. He wants he- to develop the game in Australia. He wants to bring the passion out. He wants to, yeah, yeah bring it to another level. Any, anything you'd like to add, Scotty? Yeah. No. Okay. Cool. Carry on. Uh, this was a rough game. You know, it's like this was very heated. Both teams putting in a lot of fouls. Uh, with City dominating possession for the first half. Um. I'm happy to move on from the first half because it was very... It wasn't great. It was great. deflating. Even as Lucky said, it, he found it quite dull to watch and was one of his biggest fears watching. <laughs> what was it? Uh, <laughs> it's fun to say calling him Lucky, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't an exciting first half. <laughs> However, before the first half, we all did get $15 food vouchers. I enjoyed my free food oh, and drink. yes. What did you was... get? Uh, I got a hot dog and drink. I got $60 worth of free food. Because I have, I have four memberships. I had four people there. They gave me $15. dollars Was this the best day membership. ever for you? Free feed for the fam? Well, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> no, no hate there. No, it was fantastic to get a free free feast, and yeah, it's good. It was good, a good promotion from the club. Uh, yeah, we'll just move on. Feel free to do it again. <laughs> so the game changed when, as we've spoken about, when Diamante came on in the fifty seventh minute, and our form and attitude changed. But as we said, Bess actually starts doing. He came lively. He's, he started chasing the ball. The rest of the game, barely, barely in it. Um, Wales f- was more free. Well, let's just say the direct impact impact of Barisha, uh, of Diamante. Within four minutes, Lockie Wales scored. Just it was dynamic, and it was um within four minutes that uh, Diamante opened it up with just a magical pass. But that's the quality we're consistently getting. Being able to turn your head. And get before he gets the ball, and then pass to the other side of the field. It is just, it is mental. Like I, it's it's amazing to watch. Yeah, definitely. It was the moment he, uh, Diamante come on. You can actually see the game change. 
and for once we weren't defending mm. towards the later half of the game. It was it was good to see us pushing for once because the majority of the time we score and then we go back to def- defense mode. This time we're pushing, which was we were down, but it was it was good to see us pushing towards the end of the game because it worked. We won. Second part of this Diamante effect, if you will. So less than ten minutes, Diamante's been on. Been on. Brisha scores after Wales has that breakout run and just kicks in for Brisha left footed in. I believe it was left foot. Was that what Wales first first goal? Was that yeah first goal and he got an assist. Like Wales just got, that was the beginning of Wales. So that that game was unlocked Wales. I think mm. it was a lot like um, when Berger was unlocked. Mm. Wales is you know not quite the same player. Bit, bit different, but you know, Wales is just showing so much more signs since, and he's becoming a better and better player. Would you say they've gone Super Saiyan? Yeah, maybe that or Super Saiyan 2. <laughs> yeah, not Super Saiyan God yet, no, like no. that super, like whatever that is. There's a whole b- bunch of steps before yeah, that. It's, 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 I've watched Dragon Ball Z a lot. They sort of go through the fusion saga. You, yeah. There's a whole bunch of steps first. Who's Cell? Uh, the Sydney, uh, or actually, aren't the Jets or somebody taking anybody who they can get? I'd say City because they started off in one form as heart, then molded into yeah. That's, that's what I'm going at. Yeah, I could I, I could get that too. Yep, yeah, just uh, where I'm going with it. And uh, yeah, West I'll tell you who did impress me in the second half. Yep, and I, I hate to say it, but Ryan Scott actually did impress me in the second half because after we scored the second, mm. City poured on the pressure. Oh, they had so many runs. And he made quite a few saves in that second half. Naboo was dangerous. And to quote Lucky, he's like, if it weren't for him, that'd be up again. Yeah. Speaking of Scott, and this is going to be a continual thing to talk about, do you think we're grooming him for next season? I think he's the number one now. I think Curdo's number two. I don't think Curdo's going to be here at the end of the season. And with him performing well, give him the game time now, Curdo's there if required. Yeah, I, Cur- I yeah. Currently, Curdo's back up now, and um, Curdo's as good as gone. I I can always say say ninety nine percent he's gone now. Scott's the man. Curdo won't like it, and I feel like it's good for the club because they would use the marquee spot for elsewhere. Well, it's not a marquee; it's a foreigner spot. But yeah, it's yeah, a, foreigner spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Just yeah, but you know, they could be somewhere look to look in towards maybe a striker. A f- yes. foreign striker, which which is what we really need. And th- this could be where the club's going with it because Ryan Scott is doing what Kurt did to me. He's mm. just doing everything great. We had to re- we held the lead for 32 minutes, which defensively was, I think, really good with, with Nambu making some amazing runs. I was surprised that they didn't do many subs in this game. Like Kolakowski didn't come on. Like it was very surprising because Norbo is generally very happy to play yeah, I think they're also a bit shell-shocked that I think once they had it 1-0 up, I think they sort of thought, we're on top, we're going to do this. They got the 1-1, they're like, oh, okay. They got the 2-1, they're like, huh, this doesn't seem right. We'll find a way to win. Yeah. And it just never came. They threw everything at it and good on them. They've got like, because City have a good squad, being honest. Like McLaren's a good striker at this level. They've probably got one of the, they're probably the best squad. Give or take, easy. Yeah. behind us, uh, yeah, in front of us. Sorry, yeah, they've got their con- they've got their pros, they've got their cons, um, yeah. So it was a good game to watch. Any final comments before we get into player of the year? Did we done it? <laughs> <laughs>
More heart than Suck, you ever had. Sucked in. <laughs> so on to the points for this uh, for the city game. Uh, Jay had three points to Wales, two to Bess, one to Dimmer. Leb had three to Wales, two to Bess, one to Dimmer. So I had the same points. So I'm going to give three to Wales as well. He had It's his breakout performance for us. Then my two points are to Ryan Scott. I think he had a good, a good game. Uh, and my one point is to Diamante for the impact he had. Who would like to go next? All right, I'll take it. I'm give, actually giving the three to Diamante. So my votes were done in conjunction with Lucky. I wanted to get his take on it. <laughs> also agreed that like he changed the game when he went on. Yeah, that was the difference between losing and winning. I disagree. Lucky changed the game when he attended. <laughs> that, that too. But outside of that fact that Diamante changed it, it went from a loss to a win because yeah. of his ability. Uh, Ryan Scott, because as you said, if it wasn't for him, it would have been, you know, they would have been back up in front, let alone tying it up. And I'm going to give the one to Wales for his breakout performance. I feel a bit bad for not giving Best some votes in that, but... I don't think he earned it with the rest of the game. No. Performance. He, he had that you know, little five-minute purple patch and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, my three votes go to Wales. I think Wales, it was his breakout performance. It, it, what do you um, assist one, scored one? He was quite dangerous most of the game. When he had the ball, it was really good to see him go. So three votes to him. Diamante gets the two votes. Well, at the moment he come on, you, as you guys said, he, he changed the game. We won it from Diamante coming on, basically. And one vote went for Ryan Scott for saving our asses in the last, last what, 10, uh, 15, 15 minutes. 20 minutes. So, yes, that is my three to one. Wicked. Now, we'll move on to the Jets game. All right, so on the 5th of April, we took on the Newcastle Jets at McDonald Jones Stadium. I believe we still partly own them. Yeah, you know a third. So we took on one of our feeder clubs just four days after our big game against City. Uh, four p- former players, Stammer and Yule, would definitely be getting to put uh, one past uh, their former team la- teammates. How do you think we lined up? So, I think it was quite good. Uh, we, it was pretty much the same as the week before. Yeah, so again, Dimmel started on the bench. And we had Durante in the middle centre-back position, which him and Topper Stanley are like, I think, the people who have the most A-League appearances. Oh, Scotty's got it up. Yep. And then... <laughs> He's looking up. Uh, and the other th- main thing too was Sanchez was again missing due to that injury. Yeah, which I think we, we would have been a lot better and probably could have done without Diamante. Um, I don't think Diamante was as effective in this game and the fatigue really set in with him. Yeah, he probably could have used this game off. Yeah. Whereas I think the Wellington game, we could have used him a bit more, the dynamic play. Yeah, no, he uh, definitely didn't have much impact this game around. And um... Now, so let's get on to the start. So, Wales stunned the Jets and the audience alike when he landed a goal just 53 seconds from kickoff. I thought kickoff. it was 53 seconds. So. Oh, okay, for some reason I thought it was 37. My bad. It was in the first minute. It's the quickest goal in Western United history. He's yeah. in the books for us now. Look, either way, yeah, it is... The fastest West United goal. And it was a great play from Ica to DP to Wales, that nice link-up play to just get it in. They were baffled. Mm. Um, what did you guys think about this goal? I was so gobsmacked. I didn't see it coming. This is what I want to say. I want to be surprised. I don't want to watch them meander for 20 minutes to try and push the ball forward. You know what I mean? It's, it's frustrating to watch when we do that, when – Everything's coming through Diamante. So it was nice to see a passage of play that was different and caught the, 
the opposition on off guard. Yeah, the keeper when it rolled past him was like, "What just happened?" Hey, mambo, mambo Italiano. <laughs> Is that Italiano? Oh, no. At that point of the game, I thought, I thought we we're gonna. S- Absolutely smash them. Same. Oh, I think it, we all thought this was going to be a bit of a goal fest. The first five minutes, it just looked like we were ready to go. We we're going to absolutely kill the kill them off. I was really gutted that we didn't push this one for and get people like some of our younger people and get that rotation. Well, this could have been a really good game for Kane Shepherd to get a go. Yeah, this could have been one where we could have rotated a fair bit. And, we, and it might have actually increased the score a bit because it might have opened up play a bit more. Exactly, because... Uh, to, yeah. to confirm that, it was 37 seconds in. Wow. It's, it's, I, I, I had a feeling it was really early. Yeah. Look, either way, it. it's bloody quick. <laughs> That's insane. Good work. I, Scotty, nice researching there, Scott. Scott, Scott, you just... are you? I had a feeling it was 37 you, seconds because um, I remember Western United... Uh, social media man uh, was all over having a crack at someone. Do you remember saying something? Oh, like that? that's right. You replied thirty-seven or seconds or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all like, I remember. Because um, <laughs> we never scored against Newcastle. Yeah, that's right. And we never beaten Newcastle. That's right. Was, yeah. How long well, was it? <laughs> let's talk about a week in records for us. We beat uh, Melbourne City for the first time. We scored against Newcastle for the first time, and we beat Newcastle for the first time, which. Shouldn't like doesn't seem like much to like to for like a bottom place team for, to us, but it just it was good to get them up. And like, I was off a four day break. Now yeah. let's talk about the city records. They won seven. Okay, don't worry, scratch that. No, that's it. <laughs> hey, they got the we exist trophy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so going back, so it was thirty seven seconds. Thank you for double checking that. I admit, like I said, I missed the entire no, first right. half, no, which right. sucked just... for me. The only good, the good half. Um, <laughs> so, you only need to watch the first minute. That's it. <laughs> so we reset. Now, before we go into rest it, what are your thoughts on the Jets playing uh, Yule on DP? That was very good play. Yule was on DP and neutralized him multiple times because he's also quite fast. He's got, I'd say he's probably got a, was better with the ball that day. I I'll, I'll talk rem- about Yule in the second half. I, I can't remember too much of the game because I was quite sick that day. But I do remember um, yeah, Yule's speed behind it, keep running behind even Stammer looked quite good. Stammer I'm, was... I'm, yeah. I'm going to give my boy credit. But uh, between Stammer and Yule, and who's the other one? Top Donovan. Top, oh, oh yeah. Donovan, yeah. Those three were probably quite electric for Newcastle, and we did so well to keep them out, mainly Yule's, Yule's speed. All I can say with Yule is, thank fuck he can't finish a finish. finish. Well, because that's what the one reason that we won that game because he couldn't kick a goal for shit. You shithouse. tell a story. There's a story there. The Jets had like 30 shots, but two on target for the entire match. Just two on target, and I think it could have been a different game had they been able to just maybe hit the be able to hit the side of a barn door. Yeah, I think we're speaking blank. about this because we had a, a, a cup of tea date on. Was it Wednesday? Uh, it was Monday. Um, and we we're talking about it. And what 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 did you say? You you credited to their their inability to shoot on target. It was actually the defensive performance of the team, putting them in positions where if they were shooting, they weren't in a good spot to be shooting at goal. I actually saw the, the defenders positionally, not so much Ryan Scott because Ryan Scott didn't have a lot of action due to the shots on target, but the defenders themselves, I thought this was a defender's hero game. 100%. Uzcock was really good. I really rated him. And so I think Amai was 
had a good game as well. We looked more assured once Hamill come on for Durante in this game. Well, that's what I was going to say. There's a consistent thing here. I really think Hamill should have that starting centre-back role. Yes. I knew you'd be about that. Durante's needs to step back. I do, but in saying that, I've got some praise for him in the next game. But side note out that I do think more often though Hamill should be starting over Durante. Yeah, but Durante at the same point, he's got a lot of experience. Yeah, but it's not showing lately. I, there's been there's been a few like a few things have happened that aren't great, but at that same point, he slapped a mofo. Oh, was that that game? There's a few oh, games back. Before, but yeah, yeah, but come on, you you, you just see the smile on your face. That's the only good thing he's done this season. Oh no, he's had some. Go- he's had some. I good thought it, last night he he was pretty good. He br- he brings a bit of. Um, he's a good like. He's not a captain, but he g- brings that kind of. He's able to marshal the defenders exactly, and that's what he brings. And I think having him around is good to do. But at that same point, it's hard when. We're getting outplayed due to his slow, or he gets too far forward and can't get back. He's losing the ball and everything now. He's just he's getting sloppy. I think it's a case of he'll have one in three to four good game. Like one game in three to four will be good. Yeah, well, I'm waiting for that game. It was. I reckon last night he was pretty damn good. That's if it wasn't for him, there would have been a lot more damage than. I saw a lot of errors last night. But they will run and ramp. Minus take away the penalty, of course. Yeah. No, nah, he was actually pretty good at getting in and putting his body on the line to block shots last night. But we'll get to that game. Yeah, yeah we'll get there. Um, um, so Diamante came on for Ica off in the 57th minute. Didn't have that same impact. It looked like the injury was still flaring up. Once again, we sort of mentioned, did we need Dia for this game? This was the game we could have had him sit out and have give Dimmer like a week and a bit off. Like this is the week that he should have had off. Um, yeah, I was really disappointed in the second half. I was expecting for us to score more, but then again, Stamatolopoulos did that. Like, did an, um, a couple of amazing goals, uh, shots a goal, uh, attempts. That, that side footed one that hit the side netting. That was yeah, like the spin kick. I think I've got it listed on the yeah. run sheet as that was amazing. He was in midair, but I think one of their problems is Stammer wasn't as keen to. Feed the ball to the to Donovan and Yule, whereas Yule and Donovan were a bit more about setting up. Yule looked very dangerous. It's just he couldn't get into a position to be able to like have a good shot at goal. Mm. He he made some very threatening runs. He's had a good season this year, and I think for Jets, and it's sad that they're almost good enough to beat most teams because they are. They all yeah. could have got us on a different day. They are almost there, and for the turmoil that club has had. Because I empathise. Yeah, they're doing well to be on the precipice of being able to win like nearly every time, but just not being good enough at the end. They're better than victory, in my opinion. For the shambles that the Jets have gone through, they have a reason to be a lower. They have no money. Is it four clubs partly own them? Three. Three. Victory have money. They have every resource available to them. They have more money and resourcing than any other team in the A League if they want it. Yet they can't get out of their own way. Yeah. So praise for the that's, Jets. That's there. what I meant. Like I, I empathise with the Jets. They're a regional club like they us. They have the smallest budget, I think, I'm pretty sure. One of. Yeah, like they have nothing to run off. Yeah, well, it came out recently that um, Laurie McKenna literally floated the club like just under half a million dollars. The CEO lent the club money because the owner wouldn't give them, like put money in the kitty. Yeah, their owner has always been dreadful. But that's what I mean. The CEO doesn't have to give a shit 
And from what you hear, he's behind the barbecue. He's approachable. The Crossfire Capers guys talk so highly of him. And I empathize with that because that's the way our club is. Our owners give a shit. Yeah. And the thing you don't realize about the CEOs of most of the clubs is they're not actually really getting paid a lot to do it. No. It's, it's almost like a hobby mm. to run the clubs for them. So, you know, for him to do that. Some people fix up cars. Some people run Service clubs. Crew. <laughs> um, so, moving on. Uh, so, in the 88th minute, we made some late subs for Pisquale and she- uh, Shepard and Kelver coming on. I think this was just a bit of a time-wasting sub never. opportunity. We've never done that in our careers. Yeah. But, so it's nice to see some shithousery football. I'm all for that. But it was also good to see Seb Pasquale on the pitch. Because he did get 45 minutes, I think, in the NPL the week prior. He actually didn't look the greatest in the NPL game either. So it was good to see him on. He, he's obviously up and about again. Yeah, Look, it was... I'm pretty sure it was that game. But it was good to see Shepard. Like, Shepard... I didn't realise so, how was, tall that's he was. actually the next point. It was Shepard comes on for Wales and made some good runs. Obviously didn't get a lot of time to do it. This would have been a great game, as we were discussing earlier, for him to come on. And start he, more. Yeah, he's quite tall. He, he's got good strength, and um, he's fast. At times, I, I, I would like to see more of him. Mm. I, I don't know how it would go yet because you know we haven't seen enough of him. But maybe, maybe you know, settle down, Bruce, start off Shepherd, see how that goes. See, see mm. what could you know? It could be something new for us. It, it could be something big for us. But um, yeah, I would like to see more game time. Game time for him because, yeah, he looked fantastic. Just those little runs he done, he got in good positions and he's got the body for it. Mm. I'm a, I'm really keen to see something different because I don't think Barisha is our answer at scoring. Myself. Not at the moment. A couple of weeks ago, I would have said yes. At this present moment, I'd say no. If, he had that purple patch, but he's gone back out of it again. If Diamante is not starting, I think we should start Shepard instead of Barisha. Because Diamante is the only one that brings Barisha into play currently. That's just how, how it's currently going. So I'd, I, I would like to see Shepard start at least one of the next two games up in Tasmania. I don't think he would against CCM because I dare say we'd be bringing in the big guns for that. It would be we'd the give, Wellington game. Yeah, if Kane was to get a game. And I think it's necessary because we're currently not getting the goals and we're not getting the results that we need. To be for finals contention. Exactly. Yeah. Like in saying that though, if we win our next three games in hand, we could be anywhere in that on that. that. Exactly. This ladder is so hard to predict it's, at the moment. It's kind of makes it, it it's good and bad. It's a double edged blade because we look out of it, but we're also in it technically. But you, then there's the theory of you have to win them. We didn't lose that game last the other day. We would be right we, in it. But we didn't any more thoughts on the Jets game before we move on to the last game. Look, we got the points. We moved on. Yeah, points were good. Um, I just wish we had played a bit more youth. Yep. So now we'll do the votes. Yep. So Jay has three points to Uzcock, two to Wales, one to DP. Leb has three to Amay, two to Wales, one to DP. This was a hard one. I would really think this was a defender's game. Yeah. I do too. Uh, I'm going to give three to Uzcock, who had a really good game. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, Two to Lockie Wales. And... We've still got Stamatolopoulos in the list here. <laughs> he had a good game. Uh, and Andrew Durante for spite. Nice. No, I actually genuinely think Andrew Durante had a good game. What about you, Kelsey? Yeah, so I gave the three to Uzcock. 
I gave so the, the defenders like you could really take all of them this game. I went two for Amaya on this one, and then I went the one for Wales for getting the goal. Do you do you think like I'm been really impressed by um Tomoki Amai? Yeah, so he's I. had some rough games, and I think he struggles because he's utilized in a defensive and also will be pushed forward. Yeah, he's often. playing like three roles at once at the moment. Played every minute. Every yeah. game. So, and this was a game where I thought, well, you know, he he contributed to the positioning. Um, you know, I, I wanted to give him some recognition. Sometimes I don't give him enough recognition. Thought this would be a good game where he performed well enough for me to give him that recognition. My three, two, ones. I look. I only watched mainly the first half because that's all there was. <laughs> ill. I was going to go with. It was tough, but I was going to go with Wales three votes. Again, he was the main person that gave us a hope and he did score our only goal. And two votes to probably Uzcock. Very solid down back. I'm really liking Uzcock. He's doing his job. He's nice and tall. Yeah, so I'll give him two votes. One vote for Imai. Again, it was it was close with Uzcock. I didn't know who to give it to. They between, both played really well. The, the, my, both. I gave my one point to Durante out of spite of you, to be honest. Yeah, screw you. Yeah. It was a defender's game. The defense really played well in this game. Watching my rundown and just boss people, like he really, he's really good at using his body. His physicality's improved since S- his first game. Sometimes he... He has given a few frees away, unfortunately, because he does use his body a bit too much and he does fling the player to the other side of the ground. So he's just going <laughs> to lighten up on the, when he uses his body and pushes the player out. Just a tad, just just to not quite give the frees away at times. But yeah, he does a fantastic and, and it's what you, you don't want a striker pushing you around. Mm. But yeah, no one can push him around. He's very solid beast and... Um, He's just got to hold back a bit and not quite give away <laughs> the fouls he does when he's bossing people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, his he's strength when, he, when he's defending is just amazing. It, it really does help us down there. Yeah, wicked. Let's go on to the Wellington game now. On a bitterly cold night in Wollongong. I might put some black metal over this just for fun. Like, West United took on Phoenix and despite the temperature there, there was some heat. And there's some vicious knocks. It was a rough game. I really like. I really enjoyed it. There's a bit of spite between these two yeah. sides. Like it's not like as fans we should brawl, but it's good that the teams have a little bit of heat. And I will say that Devere did get a lot of excessive fouls from our end. He got some attention. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was flop. He was a flop city. No, he did get some big... Fa- he yeah. get some- there were a couple of run-throws there. Yeah. Like, there were some drive-bys. <laughs> what were your thoughts on the lineup? No, no so, Notes here since the previous weeks. Uh, Diamante was not on the bench, which was a bit of a surprise. As we've alluded to, probably could have used him more for this game than the last game. I think I it was think- pretty similar, wasn't it? Just besides Sanchez made an uh, appearance. Sanchez, Sanchez returned. Yeah. That, yeah. that was the yeah. big thing. That's the big deal there, which... Wasn't bad, and Wales was in that uh, Diamante left forward position, um, which was he. I think he did quite well in. To be honest, I like him there. What about you guys? Yeah, I, I like seeing Wales on the pitch. Yeah, really, he he when he's there, whether it's assist or a goal, he's always around and he's always pushing. And and again, he look, he got knocked out very early in the game. 
But, but he's also the reason we got the penalty. He, he somehow come back on and he, he killed me because I had money on Wales scoring and us winning. I suppose it think, didn't really Do you think lost. Wales should have taken that pen? Not given his concussion and no. he come off only a few minutes later? I Probably actually, it's, not. It's further in the notes here, but I'm and actually, I, I really want to discuss this with you guys. Sorry to cut you off, Scott. Do you think we the, the A-League take concussions seriously? Because I personally do not... Destruction in the Box recently brought this up. I think it was last week on their podcast. And I'd been thinking the same thing when with Curdo. He'd played a few games after a few head knocks. And I genuinely don't think we have the players interested in He shouldn't have been on after the knock. But are we looking at it as... Are we judging because of how other sports are like AFL? AFL is very strong on head. Uh, no, you can even look within with like the um, Premier League, and that as soon as there's any head knocked, it's a stop in play. They have the trainers have to come on and do the assessment. Because yeah, Wales did look quite out of it. Shout out to Ica for coming over and putting him in the side position, so he wouldn't choke on his tongue or anything. Yeah, instantly yeah. he did yeah, very do well. You know, there. you know when you instantly go, that's. That's a good bright. Like I respected that. And immensely. good on Wales for stepping up and coming back on. Mm. Like good for coming back on, but he should never have been allowed to no, come back on. Doctor's, that, that's the doctor's area. I mean, good on him later on for as soon as he said no, no, sub me off. They subbed him off straight away. But just that moment of letting him back on. That's where the A League's missing. They need to have you, stronger protocols in place for that. You mm. could see that Wales wasn't a hundred percent Wales. Mm. Anymore after that Like he, I know he'd still got the penalty He was in a good spot And he got pushed over But Wales wasn't doing Wales things After after that head knock mm. He was quite out of it No and like It doesn't seem like a Even a preliminary test Was done before he went back on I don't want to be overly Overly critical And he might have passed I just it. want to talk about but The it, fact as a whole Because yeah. I don't want to Like It's not great I don't think because AFL is twelve days, and I'm not into the AFL at all. We all know that it's pretty, pretty bad. Like I said, with the Premier League, they stopped playing instantly. Have to be checked. Look, I'm not. Look, for all we know, he was tested there, and then and he passed it with flying colours somehow. Mm. And, we and don't you know. Like, you also don't know whether you know when he got knocked over. Was he just laying there, like rather than being knocked out? Was he just laying there thinking, "Fuck, I just got, I just got, got smacked." Like I didn't, they didn't, because it was quite covered, like Ica rolled him and, and things like that. But, you know, he might have been all good after that. He, he might have just been well, doing what Ica was doing. The next point I was going to make is concussion can take a minute or two to, on, mm. it can actually take time to onset anyway. Um, another one is, did the, the the second knock in the penalty box make it worse? Well, that's that's the thing too. There, I, I there's think it was all these tangibles. It was very light penalty, to be honest. But my point is... Probably need to have a stronger protocol in place. Definitely. I agree. Um, with the penalty, look, it, it, like you said, it's probably a bit tough, but he did he did take out the league from Wales. Mm. Oh, that it's penalty, there. like... It's there. Anyone, you'd take that any day of the week. It is what it, it is. wouldn't have done yeah. much further to him, but yeah, it was a very light penalty, but it was there. Yeah. Um, Best did take the penalty uh, with a band-aided eyebrow. Do you think he accidentally shaved off one of his eyebrows? What happened there? I don't know. I'm just making. I'm just taking little jokes. I, did, I didn't see what happened there. Must Actually, have been I had a friend who was discussing this with. He introduced something. So, with softer fouls in the box, he suggested maybe instead of being an automatic penalty. Mm. You, so you know, with like when the keeper handles the ball incorrectly, they have the shot at goal from the free like, shot, free the, kick. the free shot from inside the box and that other line. Mm. He was saying that maybe for lighter 
you yeah. know, issues. Maybe having that rule introduced That'd be too hard awesome. to manage. It's too yeah. hard to manage, but I was just saying, like, it's another debate as well for, like, softer penalties. We have trouble with freaking offside at the moment. I, I'm a strong offside. person. <laughs> I've, uh, I've never brought this up, but whoever gets the penalty should take the penalty. Well, that's what I just Rather saying. than having a penalty That's another good point. Because then it becomes a bit more fair for the other team. Like, for instance, if Wales got the penalty, Wales should be shooting that penalty, whether he's a good penalty taker or, or a shit I one. like that idea. Like, yeah, if they fail the defender, well, then it's the defender. Like, like yeah, it's like, it should be that way because then it's a bit more fair advantage instead of having one player just really good at well, thing. It makes it more even. The thing I also don't like is that new rule where the goalkeeper can't come off the line... At all, like it, it's just like it completely makes it so the penalty's always guaranteed now. Mm. Yeah, like at least make it a bit more fairer for the goalkeeper by allowing that, allowing the the person that gets the yeah. free kick to have a shot, like and also allowing them to have a bit of movement. Like yes, they have to stay on the line, but they can jump forward to like stop the ball or obviously after they've mm. kicked. But you know that whole like even if they move slightly off the line now, it gets retaken. Like. Mm. And that's also with the defenders and stuff as well. Yeah. They should start behind the line and with, you know... Once the ball's... Once contact's made with the ball, then they can run in. Yeah. It, it's a tough one. Like They should be able to move it. Or just put another line there. A bit further in front so they can move around. But yeah. Do you think uh, when Wales came off, do you kind of think we shifted into defensive gear with um, Hamill coming on with, and with uh, my moving forward? I don't think we had much really... Wales replacement so, on the bench, did we? My no, understanding no. was Hamill come on, and I went to right back, back and Pierre is then moved to, yeah, into yeah. that spot. Yeah. Um, I, is, well, look, I felt we were on top up until that point, and then the last sort of 10 minutes of that first half, Wellington sort of started opening us up. Like they counted, and then they just poured the pressure on. Which really exposed, I think. Wellington or De Villa? De, yeah. De Villa. Whatever Look, Devere. I'm saying Wellington, but you know. The Wellington Devere's. He's got his own fan club. I must say, take away him. Wellington aren't much. Oh, he's a he's a dangerous nah, player. Nah, that kid who... That Wayne. Got, like, yeah. You said that Wayne's Wayne. World meme? That's like, real, they, yeah, they, um, they're good at developing some talent. They've got great pathways, and that's the benefit they have from being the only league in town. So after a false handball... On Durante. There was an actual handball on Durante. Yeah, look, it was un- unlucky he got done. It, it's there, but good on him two passages in a row, throwing his body on the line to try mm. and stop the ball. We that, be- that was why I'm saying when I say in this game, I wanted to talk about him. I thought he was good at throwing his body on the line. A lot of players weren't actually doing that, but he was literally trying to be in positions to block a ball from being mm. in a dangerous spot. We know as, a, as a defender, you know you can't have flimsy arms going around the box and you can easily put them beside you. He was on an angle, like, leaning forward to, on the ground. Like, like, he was like that, so you sort of... So you, like, like, he went to duck his body this way to block it. Like, and that you lean sideways, you kind of throw your arm out himself. As a profession... You know your role. You know you can't have dangly arms in that yeah. box. But there's no He's a defender, defender who wouldn't do it when sort of... Once you move to the side, it's sort of natural to throw your arm out, even though... You, like, a lot they, of defenders, you know, they yeah, but, do the but right. But he was diving to his left. Ryan Scott, first penalty, I think. No, that was his no. second penalty. Yeah. He'd yeah. faced one before and... Failed it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Ratio. He's unlike that Adelaide keeper who, you know, is the penalty stopper. I would like to see more from Ryan Scott within that penalty area. Like... I remember Redmayne 
in that that, that famous win he he had uh, was it a year ago or two years ago when he was just bopping up and down like a like a like an he idiot. commands the area. Like mm. Ryan Scott is that type of person that that would not hold back in something like that, and it would be good to see Ryan Scott throwing himself around, wobbly arms, just trying to put off this striker, just that slight little bit, mm. rather than trying to be a, you know a stuck up type goalkeeper. Ryan Scott's got that silly side of him that you know throw your arms around, wobble it around, try and put the strike the striker off a bit. Yeah, just but he might have a, a mental of... routine that he goes through. Yeah, and of he's course, just trying to stick to that. That's all. Watching the feet, but trying just, to gauge the eyes, kind of thing. Just stop a penalty yeah. for him is what? What would you say? Probably five percent chance, ten percent chance. It's already small, slim. Try and put the goalie, the, the striker off, just to give that slight little extra. Realistically, edge. you're a one in six shot. Because one in six chance of picking the right spot because you're either going to go top corner, bottom corner on each side, there's four, or top middle, bottom middle. And then there's all the variables was around in between that. that yeah. but, but realistically, it's one in six chance of doing it. I would like to bring okay. up something that actually does genuinely concern me about Ryan Scott is he is not scared of leaving the box. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting... And this bad. happened in the game in the Jets game, which we I forgot to mention, where he came out to the box and almost got stepped, his, his face stepped on by Yule, uh, which is very lucky. Not to mention if a keeper commits a foul outside the box, you're pretty much getting yourself a red card. Yeah. So I'm very concerned with how that's going. And luckily thus far we haven't copped it. That's probably why he's still doing it. He's still backing himself, which is, look, I get where you're going, but it's good to see that he's not afraid. He did He's, he's not afraid to come out. like... A little bit far off the middle line, but he's not afraid to come out of the box. I'm not saying it's a. I'm just. You saying... don't want one of those keepers that are afraid of going out of the box, mm. and that wrong situation happens, and the other team get onto the ball, and then it's one on one with the goalie. But same time, you don't want one that's overconfident and is either going to get chipped and because he's still. Recarded. But currently, it's working for him, so don't stop it. But is what the thing I say. is, he's still early in his goalkeeping career. Mm. Like he's very young for a keeper. If you look at his contemporaries. Well, as we said many times, you don't mature to like you're nearly 30 as a keeper. And that's my point. He's still got a lot to learn and he's going great for us. And I'm not... Oh, okay. Thanks, yeah, neighbors. I just have a fear the day's coming where there's going to be a catastrophic mistake. That's And I think it'll be in that area. Whereas I think his stoppages, he's doing really well. He's not conceding terribly. He hasn't made any grave issues. But that's something that concerns me. Yeah, it is yeah. quite nervy doing it. Yeah. But currently, it's working for him. He hasn't conceded from it. If... But if he something, did, if he did stand back, he probably would have conceded by now. But when you play a team, you study the tapes, you work out the other t- what they do. It is a bit. It is a bit worried. I get what you mean. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not being okay. I love Ryan Scott, but I'm trying to like, hey, this could come back to haunt us very mm. easy. But I also see the point that if he doesn't come out of that box, it could be one on one with the goalie, and it could end badly every time. It, 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 it could end as bad as that horn. So. Yeah, what's well, sorry? Um, something's happening outside. They're not sure. I'm guessing there's a truck in where a truck shouldn't be in a very narrow street. I, I get where I get where it comes from. It is very nervous to watch, but currently, if 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 you had two sides of the story and he did what he did, mm. or and it, or you can go back for a couple of seconds and he stayed in the box. I'd rather him doing what he does. I know it's because I'd rather that than just a lead on to the goal. But if, like, if we want to talk about frustrating, let's talk about how we build up play. Yeah, <laughs> we built up play. Well, we we spend ages doing it. Then we finally get it to like 
near the box and we fumble when we lose possession. See, I don't call that built-up play. I call that holding on to it till we get far enough forward and then lose possession. Um, do you know this was the first game in a while we actually dominated possession? Did we? Yeah, we had 50 in the last previous games, which I don't think I did the summaries for. We actually had 55% of the possession in this game and lost. It's just a little, little fun fact. Um, we also did nothing with that possession, showing that sometimes possession... It was a good, useless stat. It was good seeing us at least get get a goal back to even up the game. It's yeah. not what we don't normally do. Yeah. I did like that. But this was a war of attrition. Both sides need these points. Uh, Phoenix need these to stay competitive this season, and so do we. So both teams pulled out the kitchen sink to do this. And props to Wellington. They were the better team that day. They had better consistent play. They opened us up. And we're back in. It was a local truck having an issue with his uh, preferred parking spot. Kelsey, carry on. Say hero of the day. So, look, before we... Look, it was a dreary game, but there are a couple of positives I want to talk about in this game. First of all, number one highlight for me didn't actually take place on the pitch. It took place when Scott messaged me telling me that his youngest daughter wanted wanted to know if I was coming around because she's now correlated all sporting events with me coming around. (laughs) Look, when... When Dada sits down with a beer and puts on his any sport, where's Uncle Brian? <laughs> Why isn't Uncle Brian here watching it? Because, uh, yes, of course, Ryan comes around occasionally to watch the Richmond game with me. So, And then the second positive, and I think the biggest positive for the club, Juzal. Yeah, he's got my three today. Did you say Diamante or Giselle? Sorry, Diamante Jr. Giselle. D- DJ, DJ if you will. So people can call you Doo <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I must say. So I'm going to call him Doo from now on. That, that's what really catches me. Giselle, he's he's crosses are fucking amazing. Like, if you took away, if you blurred out Giselle and watched just the ball leave the player's foot over to the other side of the pitch, everyone would sit there and go, "Oh, that clearly did." It was Dia. It was Dia. It was Dia. I noticed that yesterday. I saw a couple of those long diagonals. I'm like. No, Pin- like, hang on, he's not playing like it's Dizal. Pinpoint, but like he was hitting him right on point, and like that were big crosses, and he was just absolutely fantastic with him. Like, yeah, like at, at that stage, you look at it's hard to say see where the future will, will be without Diamante. I found it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to how he develops too, being so young when his body gets that more maturity, and he's able to kick even longer than he can now. Um. The issue is, how are we going to fit all these players in? Because Giselle's, to me, Giselle is a starter every day of the week. Well, he's it, gotten a lot of votes from us over the last few games. He, if if you're Not gonna, just tonight, but weeks prior, he's, yeah. If you had a fully fit squad with, and it's grand final day, and we're in the grand final, would you drop Giselle? No. No. That's the thing. He, We've got but that. That's a that good problem to have. Squad. That's called depth. That's what you want. You want that competition because now players are beginning to realize I can't perform bad or I'm going to get dropped. And the best part is, like, if you're going to man mark someone, you're going to man mark Ica, you're going to man mark Sanchez, you're going to man mark Diamante. You're not going to man mark Giselle, but he's going to be that dynam- dyn- dynamic player. Here's the thing that's now putting pressure on someone like Pierre's because you got to think that, like, Ica and they are going to start in those front two spots. It's now putting that pressure on Pierre, especially with like Risden starting to be nearly fit and again. Last couple of DP game, uh, games, DP hasn't been as good. 
No, that's I what I mean. Fat- I think fatigue's really affecting him personally. Which was a, an issue we addressed with playing starting. Like he started and he's been good, don't get me wrong. But now that fatigue, he's, start, he's starting to need those breaks. Both him and Payne, I reckon, um, might need a bit of a break because even Payne's MA, getting a bit sloppy. MA as well. MI, yeah, oh, Mike's played every minute. I actually reckon he, he stepped up recently. Like, May's he was getting been, a bit sloppy before. But he hasn't but, had any rest. Like, But I think because we had that, did we have a two week break? Because of the game cancellation or a week off, a week and a bit. Yeah, that that really helped him because yeah. it gave him that breather. Because he was getting very sloppy towards the end, and I, I, I wanted him. I wanted him dropped because he was probably our, our worst performing defender. But after that break, he's come back to old school. Am I just mm. bossing it, doing his job? Good news is now that we have a new left back. Payne might actually get a break every now and then. Yes. And all I'm, I'm not saying like with Amaya that I want him dropped. I, I just want him to have some rest. Like maybe only play 60 minutes in one game or maybe come on as a sub in with 30 minutes to go just to have a bit of a break. Yeah, he, he um, definitely once he has too many games, he gets a bit sloppy, I found. But he, with, with a rest, rotate. he's back, he, back to... He's Amaya. been rotating a lot as well. Mm. And I think that, that does messes well. him up. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I mean, he's he's been what one of three centre backs, a right back, a right, <laughs> but yeah, right he's been very solid ever um, since that big break he's had. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see, and obviously, if that's what keeps Amai at a hundred percent boss him. level, maybe 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 give him a rest every now and then. Just well, we just might be able to top, now with Risden coming back, top shape. Because you know, you can play Hamill in the three man defence. Yeah, it gives a lot. Of There's options. some yeah. options there. Yeah, that, that's what's good. But it's that depth that I'm talking about. It's now, great. I just want to move back on to Giselle and then we're going to do play ratings because we could go on all day about this game um, and we, we'll try not to. But uh, I want to highlight the moment where Duzel, like Davia broke away with the, um, the ball oh. and Duzel chased him down and got the professional foul. Uh, do you know what I like? The way he's, the teammates got around him and patted him on the head like, Great, we needed you to do that perfect tactical. Like the defense were proud of him mm. for doing that. That isn't a, a, that is an experienced player move. That's what I mean. Like mm. he's developing. He's uh, doing this at nineteen. He's only a kid, and he knows that's what he's going to do. Not not enough to give away the red. Just a very light, the smart light, tactical yellow. A light grab of the ja- grab of the shirt. That's that's pretty much mainly what he done. There's a little grab of the shirt, a bit of a sling of the arm. Just you know, just not enough. Most 19-year-olds would hack him down. Yeah. Like, that was just absolutely Uzcock amazing would hack see. him down. Gerard Skitardis would, <laughs> would hack him down. No, let's move on to player votes. Um, Jay I, gave three to Uzcock, two to Ica, one to Payne. Leb did three to Duzel, two to Uzcock, one to Ica. I did three to Duzel, two to Ica, one to Wales. Because I feel like he had a pretty good game. What about you, gents? Okay, I'm probably going to annoy people. Three, obviously, to Duzel, lock that in. I'm giving the two to Durante. I think if it wasn't for him, the damage could have been a lot worse with the way he threw his body at everything. He did have a, a decent game. There were some issues, but he has been he's consistent at what he does. So I wanted to give some credit where credit due. And uh, to quote my wife, if it wasn't for that old effing man in the Zimmer frame, you guys would be screwed. What? With the Zimmer frame. The walking. Yeah. Who, who's the Durante point? being an old man. She's <laughs> like, look at him. No wonder he's got grey hair and looks 53. He's been saving your asses all game. <laughs> And who's your one point to? Uh, Ica. I thought the way he scrapped and fought, and also for the way he death stared that player who backed into him. Yeah, because <laughs> I really enjoy Ica, and a big thing that I really enjoyed was the fact he was quick to put 
um, Wales in the side position. The way he scrapped for that goal. Yeah, it's just the, mm. the goal. We didn't even talk about his goal. That was an amazing goal where it was um, passed to Durante. Uh, Durante had a shot at goal, hit the crossbar, come back, and he took a moment, assessed the situation, and popped it in with his chest or head. Was I can't chest or head, yeah. It was one of them, but he hit clearly. his chest and then bounced up yeah. in the air, and then he went for a secondary yeah. hit. And he controlled the ball. It had a mo- It was like the Matrix. And then ball. I think it was ball that was inside the net. Kicked it through. The passion he showed after it was confirmed. It was a goal too. Yeah. yeah. I I really enjoy him, and I do, I think he gets to shine more when we don't have Diamante around. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, Scotty, who you got? Uh, three votes has to go to Giselle, of course. He bossed that game. He was Diamante like he was Diamante basically that game. He did everything Diamante done. The apprentice. Basically, he, he did fantastic. So, three votes there. Two votes to... I'll go with Ika. He looked fantastic going forwards. He was probably one of our most dangerous players going forwards. Mm. And he also did get that goal, that fantastic goal. Did everything he could get the ball. I think it did bounce off his chest. After one the point crossbar, to Then a quick, slight little head in. One point to Durante or...? Uh, one vote goes to Imai. Oh. You're on the MI train. Yeah, well, like I said, like I think a few weeks ago, I did say he was quite, he was getting bad, but a bit, bit sloppy, and he he was getting very sloppy. He was getting too many frees, and wasn't that great. But he's had a good rest since, and he's come back after that week and a half off, and he's bossed it since. He's putting his body in the line. He's getting in the right positions. He's pushing defenders out sometimes a bit too hard, but it's good to see him push him away. So he's really getting back and. D- Doing that great role, so yeah, yeah. wonderful. Am I? And he did, and he did, because he was moved up forward since um, Wales got knocked out and subbed off. He did go to that more the wing role, and you know he got in a bit. I think he even had one good shot at goal. Yeah, and he come close, and yeah, Am I really stepped up that game? We um before I forget, we didn't touch on Shepherds Pasquale and. Thing are coming on. At the, um, I wasn't impressed with that because the mo- I, I thought with well, the moment they come on, it was the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. it was too late. Yeah, it was too late. The they no- didn't show. They didn't show enough interest. I would rather see that. Kane had some good runs. I'm Kane had a couple of shots. Like they were tame, but he had a couple of sh- chances. I would have preferred to have seen him earlier on. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to highlight the fact that Archie Thompson called him Shane Keppard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Archie Thompson was having a miserable day, though. He, he was, was in full winter did, gear. But you it, see him running? And Bosnich is like, I'm, I've done a couple of seasons in the UK. I'm okay today. Okay, let's move on to the um, the count. Uh, Alessandro Diamante on 53 points. DP on 46. Amai on 45. Ryan Scott on 44. Lockie Wales on 39. So he's had a couple of big weeks. Um, Ika, 6th on 35. Duzel, 7th on 30. Uzcock, 8th on 30. Sanchez, 9th on 26. And Curto on 25. Quite consistent as we thought Diamante would catch up. And he hasn't really had like a lot of three games either. So pretty consistent. So our next game is against CCM in Tasmania. Scott, are you quite excited for this one? I cannot wait. This is this is one of those away trips. Uh, the Western Service Crew are making a tour down there that... Quite a quite a lot, I'd say at least 30, 40 of us, which is you know a fair fair whack of us heading down there. So we're going to be quite loud. 
we're going to try and recruit a bunch of the locals down there to get down to the second game because I think, unfortunately, a few people are only making the first game, being the weekend. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. There's going to be a lot of different events on. They've got family days. They've got you know the Calder United are going to be playing a game. I have feeling that maybe the, there's an NPL game. I could be wrong about that. I'm not. It's a festival of football. They got a lot of events, family days, stuff at LinkedIn. A lot of inclusiveness. Yeah, it's I'm really good. Still wait. I'm currently waiting for the the event sheet. Mm. So I'll I'll post that away on one of the thing one of the chats to so everyone can see what type of events is happening and, if we and could, when. Let so us if, know if there's anything we could post on our our pages. Yeah, I'll let to, I'll, yeah. I'll let you know. We'll, yeah, um, we'll post away and make sure everyone can see. And if you know any locals down there, they can come down and jump in, enjoy the the week that they've got an A League club down there. Mm. Question: How do you think we're going to line up? Will Dia be fit, and will Rizzo have a go? Well, I I don't think Rizzo will feature the first game, even though he reckons he will. But I reckon I, I he'll just, be a sub in the second game. I reckon he might. Yeah, he might start on bench if anything. Look, Rudin's very stuck up. Rudin. I still see Bruscia. I still see Durante probably starting. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm fairly certain Durante will start after last night's game. So yeah, I'd rather him dropped. Hamill. I would like to see Hamill start instead, but I'm just saying, like, based on last night's performance, I reckon Durante will start. If we, if we haven't scored by the 55th minute, I want an aggressive attacking option played at yeah, CCM who have unable to turn around games. They did our last game against them. Yeah, um, I want yeah an earlier attack mode, 55 minutes if required. Shepherd, you know I mean? like I'm a, Shepherd, you know whoever else we've got pushing forward. Something. I want to different. see more from Shepherd, especially in the second Wellington game. I want to see. I want to see one start. If probably. they're chasing the game, I want fresh legs like Hamill on as soon as possible. Uh, I didn't. We didn't mention this. Inman. What? Did, I didn't see much. Oh, he, last he played last night. Yeah. He actually, um, I think he looked all. He looked all right. he, 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 he's, he's quite big bodied and, and that as well. He, he looked yeah. all right. I think he's going to be solid. I reckon he'll end up starting at some point too. He, yeah, he's going to get more game time. Now that you brought him out, I completely forgot about him. But uh, yeah, that's what he, I mean. We've got a lot of fringe come, players who are pretty solid. When he come on, he actually looked very good. I was very surprised. So it's good to see him in there. You know how we used to have DP in Wales as kind of that attacking thing? You could have, say, a Inman Kane as kind of that second string. Like, again, this comes like from ice playing hockey, hockey lines. Yeah. That, I played hockey growing up. That's that, my reference point. And. You, you have, have those secondary and third lines. Yeah, that, okay, we need to push forward. We're going to put these guys because they, they're pushers. Um, Shepard came on against the Wellington game late with a three interchange, yeah. didn't he? That was another issue I want to bring up with the in That was I was very annoyed with that one because someone like Shepard should have been playing with someone like Iker and a few other other players giving it to the ball. Good At that service. stage, they, they, he was taking away that good service with a, a full three replacement up the front Well, it's there. like and I said earlier, like, and he even had a couple of chances in that l- limited time he had. Like, could you imagine Ica putting, putting, putting him on the end of that? It, you know, he could have been looking at a 3-3 a three, three game. There was a game in the last three, and sorry I'm confusing them, but freaking Wales blitzed them all. Oh, I, th- I think it was Wales, and had no one to pass to because Borussia was so far behind. I think that was yesterday. Yeah, I can't, yeah. it may not have been Wales, but someone blitzed the, the opponent. Yeah. It might have been DP. Yeah, I think it was, no, it was Wales. Wales and Borussia was no one, no yeah. one to be seen. And that's where we're letting on. down. We're expecting like Borussia to keep up with Young. He can't. Mm. No, he, he's not. You're running onto a striker anymore. He's the Diamante pass striker. 
Yeah, he's got to be. You got to. You got him good service, and we can't do that all the time. Yeah, you got to have him tied in the box to, to so scrap. What we're saying is, we need Shepherd. We would like to see Shepherd. It's yeah. time to put Shepherd on. Let's try something different. Let's see how we go. Yeah. Uh, score predictions for against CCM. I'm being pretty good with this. If you've got judging for City <laughs> game, just a City game. Um, I'm going to go with I'm a three-one. Western United. I've got one-one. Two-one. Western United. Can the boys? I feel like that loss. Against Ryan Wilson. Scott Brace. <laughs> right, you heard it here. He's called the keeper to get a brace. Nah, jokes. Uh, it's gonna... No, no, no. He's locked that in. That's an official prediction, people. Imagine if that happened. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be fun. Let's move on to the uh, tipping comp. Currently, Trax is winning on 45. Look at Scott. It's second. Look, both me and Trax have got zero this week out of yeah, six Yeah, you guys games. had a rough one. <laughs> still top. It's, hard. it's a rough one. Um, I'm, I'm coming sixth. The I'm... Albury kid. Uh, is coming ninth. Benny. Well, tied eighth. That must be Benny. Surely I must be coming last by now because I haven't tipped since round one. No, you probably will catch it up. <laughs> ESPN fan five six eight four one is coming tied sixteenth. I've Brooke, grown, come up, Brooke. You're having a rough day. Um, Lebby and Dejoka baby are fourteenth and fifteenth respectively. Shout out Rudan as a snake. You got one one this week. Thirty three points. I just got one shout out to Ben. Jo- Jordan, like against Wellington, we heard you so much, oh. and you're like a soul, a soul man. Western Service crew down there, chanting with the tune of the trumpets that were Wellington mm. were having, and yeah, we heard you clearly. Even your sister, as your mother, chant would come up. It My was favorite great. was, "Is this a library?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's all you heard, Benny. You're a legend. Shout out, Benno. See you in Tassie. Yeah. I will not, but have a lovely time. Yeah, I won't, unfortunately, either, but yeah. I will um, see you at the bar that was already been... Carded, guys? <laughs> More, just just Fox Sports coverage of the women's game, I guess. That's what I have listed, my problem. Yeah, that's it. And oh, and some... actually, no, Fox Sports coverage of our penalty as well. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. they mix it. We didn't even get touch on that. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're in Tassie, check out the Western Service Crew. They are happy to have a beer. And if you're not into beer, they I believe they're into kebabs. Tell us the best place to have a kebab in Tassie. Well, I haven't been there yet. so No, no, I'm just saying, if anyone's yeah. listening from Tassie, where's the best place to get kebabs? Because I no doubt it will come up. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out and we'll let you know. Yeah. All West, aren't we, lads? All, All West, West, aren't we? we.